thank the Lord for letting us be back in his house tonight. Well, I appreciate everybody's come. We've got a nice crowd, got visitors. Glad to have every person that's here tonight. And uh, I want to make special mention of Delmer and Faye. Delmer said, don't do that. <laughs> well, you are a part of us. Amen to that. And we're glad to be here. Uh, glad to see everybody's come. Uh, I want to read a verse of scripture from the 57th uh, Psalm, uh, verse 1. Be merciful unto me, O God. Be merciful unto me, for my soul trusteth in thee. Yea, in the shadow of thy wings will I make my refuge until these calamities be overpassed. Life's full of calamities, but we've got the shadow of his wings to hide under. I'm glad I can get in the shelter of his wings. Well, he's, he's always present. Let's all stand for just a moment. Everybody's got an unspoken request, might show up raising your hand. Anybody's got a prayer request or a testimony, just speak right out of your heart. have a couple special requests Let's to really keep praying for this revival God's blessed us with a great revival we're having so much power uh, so much conviction and and uh, good attendance and uh, I appreciate that on the one hand I'm so excited and I'm so uplifted uh, by what God's doing and, and people responding to it but now there's another part of me that sometimes gets bewildered we're having such a good revival and such conviction. And I think of the opportunity that people are missing that are not coming. And I think of the opportunity that people are missing who have lost children and they're not bringing them. I just, I just can hardly know if you have lost loved ones and, and if you could get them to church, I don't know how you would pass up the opportunity to do it. I, I just, it just bewilders me. Uh, but let's just really pray uh, pray for this service tonight and pray for Brother Mike. God's been blessing him and using him in a great way. Have another prayer request I want to make. Uh, you know, we had a great baptizing Sunday. Uh, baptized uh, Jordan and baptized uh, Beverly and ba baptized uh, Carol Lee, Elmer Harp's granddaughter and great-granddaughter. Well, the daughter, uh, the youngest of them, she called me today, Carol Lee, and she said, Pastor Terry, and I said, yeah, Carol Lee. She said, yeah. She said, well, I've got some news for you. She said, Mom went to heaven last night. She was just baptized Sunday, went home today. And she said, Mom was so excited she'd gotten saved and so excited she got to be baptized. Said she wanted to be baptized and got to be and said she was telling everybody and praising God that he saved her and that even gave her a chance to get baptized. And so really pray for that family. I'll give you more news about that a little later. Any others before we pray? Amen. All right. Really remember that request. All right. Now, this rest, Brother Carl will lead us in prayer. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Lord.
Say we're going to turn over the choir and Brother Taylor. But I do thank you for your help.
and we'll turn it over to Brother Russ. Good to be back tonight. God's, God's been moving in this revival. Uh, and I appreciate it. Folks have been having an opportunity to be saved. Um, uh, you know, I was thinking, Billy, that night that I walked into the church, the night I got saved, when I come in the church, I didn't know that was going to be my night. But it was. Uh, this could be somebody else's night. Uh, and, and you know what, Terry? Uh, I, boy, I hope I hope everybody lives a long, long time. I really do. But we don't know about that, Billy. Amen. There's no promise of that. Uh, and, and salvation, boy, it, it's urgent that that we take care of that. Uh, Billy, I, I thought for a while maybe I'll, I'll wait till I get older. Uh, but boy, that was my way. Uh, and God's way was right now. See. Uh, if God calls, now is the time to get saved. Uh, if, if God wanted me to get saved later, Terry, he'd have called me later. Uh, but, you know, there, there's a, a scripture that's been mentioned several times in this revival. I just want to read it to you real quick. Uh, this is Peter uh, talking to the people. Uh, there, he, he was saying there's going to be some scoffers come later, uh, and, and they're going to say, where is the coming of, where's the promise of the Lord's return? What's going on? Everything's the same as it's always been, they said. Where's the promise of the Lord? Here's what Peter said. He said, but beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years. And a thousand years is one day. And, and here's that part that's been commented on. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise. It's still there, Terry. Uh, and it means just as much to God now as it did uh, uh, when he made it through those prophets before Christ even. It means just as much now as it did then. He's not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but his long-suffering to us word. Uh, God has left his church down here to, uh, to suffer a little bit, uh, to struggle a little bit, uh, because God wants to see you get saved if you're here tonight and lost. Uh, he says, but he's, he's long-suffering to us word, not willing that any should should perish, but that all should come under repentance. I, I appreciate that promise, Delmer. I claim that promise. Everybody uh, wants to, needs to be saved. Uh, uh, God did this for everybody. And, and Terry, I thought, well, maybe I'm just too mean to be saved. Uh, maybe I'm just too wicked to be saved. Uh, uh, maybe my sin is too much. Uh, uh, but one day is a thousand years to God. Uh, God counts things different than we do. You know that? Uh, if you're lost, you're lost. That's all there is to it. Uh, don't matter if you've been lost a hundred years uh, or if you just got lost. Lost is lost. Uh, uh, one minute's the same as a thousand years to God or, or it doesn't matter. Uh, if you're lost, you need to be saved before it's too late. Uh, and buddy, it's getting, uh, Terry, I'm 52 years old. Uh, yesterday I was 20. The day before that I was 18. Uh, just how fast time's going by. Uh, uh, get it while you can. 
get it while you can. I'm glad I got saved when I was young, Billy. I know how this mind works. Uh, this mind would have talked me out of it later on in life. You know, I'm sure it would have. Uh, it's tried it before already. But uh, anyway, if you're here and lost, uh, uh, get saved while you can. Uh, don't wait for another day. If God calls, uh, come on. And, and you know what, church? Uh, 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 let's all find our place. Uh, uh, we woke up this morning. You know that? Uh, that means two things. It means the Lord hadn't taken the church out yet. Uh, and he hadn't taken me out yet. Uh, that means there's work he wants us to get done. So uh, let's just all find our place. And, and, and boy, God, God wants to bless. I, I'm sure of that. So uh, I, I talked to Terry, or he talked to me about what we should do now. And he said, uh, uh, we'd just uh, ask if anybody's got a special song or testimony or, or anything at all that they'd like to do before we turn over to the preacher. Anybody got anything at all? Just mind the Lord. Whatever God gives you to do. We want our people to obey. We got to show them how. We got to obey ourselves. Pray for Brother Sean. Bless him, Lord. Pray for me. I'll try to sing this song. <clears throat> When the melody's been written And the words have all been penned And you've heard the Spirit calling Through some old sacred hymn In the valley of decision Tell me, friend, what will you do? This life has many choices. Eternity has two. This world and all its pleasures will soon be passed away. The final invitation could be going out today. You're standing at the crossroads and the Savior's calling you. This life has many choices. Eternity has to The straight and narrow way leads to life The broad way down below What would it profit to gain the world And lose your very soul Tomorrow is uncertain Our days on earth are few This life has many choices Eternity has two else got anything at all? Testimony, song? 
want to give plenty of time, don't want to drag out, but uh, there's a struggle. I, I know that. <laughs> it's always a struggle. Whenever I would do good, evil's present. Pray for staff as she comes. You've been my light for so long. You were right when I was wrong. I can't repay all the love you've given me. You've been my friend when no Expect the preacher to do everything.
not, turn it over to Brother Mike. Appreciate Russ opening it up. Appreciate the choir and the good songs and appreciate everybody that's come out this evening. And uh, I have to second that, that the Lord is the best thing that ever happened to me. And I, I told somebody, I, well, I told Terry and I've told several people, I've never had a burden like I've got for this revival. I, I've been in revivals before, and, and, but I've got such a strong burden. And uh, if you're here and the Lord's dealing with you, I want you to do just exactly what the Lord wants you to do. And if you're here and you've been saved, I want you to mind the Lord. I'd like to, and I've, I've heard people say this before, but I'd, I'd like to be in a meeting where every single person done just exactly what the Lord wanted them to do. I believe we'd get on shouting ground. So let's humble our heart and you pray and we'll do our little part and we'll get out of the way. But if you're here tonight and you're lost and God's been dealing with you, I want you to know you can be saved. And all that burden that you have not on the inside can be taken away. Uh, so you pray, church. I, I feel like reading tonight, uh, <clears throat> maybe a little more than I've read this week, but uh, as I said last night, I don't, I don't have anything new for you. Uh, but it's in the book of Kings, <clears throat> Second Kings, in the fifth chapter. Many of you know this story, and, and I've heard Terry preach this uh, more than once. And I've preached it, been blessed to preach it myself. Uh, but I need your prayers. Uh, it takes the Lord. And I'm going to say this, and I've thought about this, and I didn't know if I'd say it or not. Uh, I'm not going to read, but they're, they're, when Terry told me the news about the woman that we baptized Sunday, it made me think of the story in the Bible that Jesus talked about. Uh, and it said that a laborer went out into the, the place, and he hired people, and he hired them for a penny. And throughout the day, he hired them. And each one of them, he told them he'd give them a penny. And even the ones, at almost the end of the day, that just got in on the 11th hour, the Bible said, he told them he'd give them a penny. Yeah. And when it was all over with, and it was time for that man to pay them, some of them, the Bible said, they got a little angry and said, well, how's come they get the same thing that we get? Made me think about that woman. I want you to know it doesn't matter how old you are. If you get saved before you leave this world, you're going to get the same thing as everybody else. And it'll be just as good as everybody else. What a great, merciful God we have. Uh, so I just felt like sharing that with you. I want to read to you tonight. And you pray in the fifth chapter, 2 Kings. <clears throat> it says, Now Naaman, captain of the host of the king of Syria was a great man with his master and honorable. 
because by him the Lord had given deliverance unto Syria, he was also a mighty man in valor, but he was a leper. And the Syrians had gone out by companies and had brought away captive out of the land of Israel a little maid. And she waited on Naaman's wife, and she said unto her mistress, Would God, my Lord, were with the prophet that is in Samaria, for he would recover him of his leprosy. And one went in and told his Lord, saying, Thus and thus said the maid that is of the land of Israel. And the king of Syria said, Go to, go, and I will send a letter unto the king of Israel. And he departed and took with him ten talents of silver and six thousand pieces of gold and ten changes of raiment. And he brought the letter to the king of Israel, saying, Now when this letter is come unto thee, Behold, I have therewith sent Naaman my servant to thee, that thou mayest recover him of his leprosy. And it came to pass when the king of Israel had read the letter that he rent his clothes and said, Am I God to kill and to make alive that this man doth send unto me to recover a man of his leprosy? Wherefore consider, I pray you, and see how he seeketh a quarrel against me. And it was so when Elijah, the man of God, had heard that the king of Israel had rent his clothes, that he sent to the king, saying, Wherefore hast thou rent thy clothes? Let him come now to me, and he shall know that there is a prophet in Israel. I'm going to read on, and you bear with me. I know this is a lot of reading. So Naaman came with his horses and with his chariot and stood at the door of the house of Elisha, and Elijah sent a messenger unto him saying, Go and wash in Jordan seven times, and thy flesh shall come again to thee, and thou shalt be clean. But Naaman was wroth, that means he was angry, and went away and said, Behold, I thought he will surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God and strike his hand over the place and recover the leper. Are not... Abinah and Farpar, rivers of Damascus, better than all the waters of Israel. May I not wash in them and be clean? So he returned and went away in a rage. And his servants came near and spake unto him and said, My father, the prophet had bid thee do some great thing. Wouldest thou not have done it? How much rather then when he saith to thee, Wash and be clean? Then he went down and dipped himself seven times in Jordan, according to the saying of the man of God, and his flesh came again like unto the flesh of a little child, and he was clean. And I know that's a lot of reading, uh, but that's a good story. And I thought about that, and I, I know there's, there's a lot in that, uh, uh, but I, I just want to follow the Lord with what he gave me about it. Uh, the Bible, I, I wanted to point out something to you though. And you may be here tonight and uh, you, you may be uh, thinking to yourself, well, I, I'm, not really, I'm not really done anything wrong. I, I'm a pretty good feller. Uh, the Bible said Naaman was honorable and it said that, uh, that he was uh, a great man with his master and that because of him, the Lord had given deliverance to Syria. So, so I guess I'll say it like this. Naaman was a good feller. From, from best I can read about him, he, he was a pretty good feller. Uh, but he had a problem. 
He had an illness about him that there wasn't a cure for. And I want you to know here tonight, if you were here, friend, and you've not been saved by God's grace, you've got an illness down on the inside. You, you've got a sickness uh, that you can't get a cure for. There, there is a cure for it. And, and that's what I like about that little maid. And I, I begin to think about that little maid. And uh, buddy, I believe she cared about Naaman. I, I really do. And I, I, I've thought a lot about that little maid. And uh, I believe that that little maid lived her life in such a way that uh, when she told Naaman about uh, where she knew that he could get some help, uh, he had confidence in her. Uh, I want you to know, children, the, all of you that's here, if you've been saved by God's grace, uh, if you would live your life in a way uh, that people have confidence in you, uh, I just want to follow the Lord this evening and, and you keep praying. Uh, uh, but I thought about that little maid and uh, no doubt Delmer, uh, uh, they saw something in her uh, uh, that they recognized uh, was a little different. Uh, I want you to know, children, uh, I fail the Lord every day of my life. Uh, I sin and come short. Uh, I have to ask for forgiveness, Donnie. Uh, and sometimes the Lord uh, uh, passes by and helps me. Uh, uh, I'm thankful for His help. But I fail every day. But I'll tell you this. I've thought a lot about this little maid. And uh, buddy, I want to live my life in a way uh, uh, that somebody will see Jesus in it. Uh, and I want to ask you tonight, uh, uh, have you been doing that? Uh, I'm not just talking about when you get to the church house. Uh, uh, I'm talking about how you live your life. Uh, uh, do you live it in a way uh, uh, that people can see Jesus in your life? Buddy, I tell you what, I fail and come short every day and, and I'm going to get on in this if the Lord will let me. But I feel like talking about that little maid. and Buddy, I see the church in that. I'm glad there's still a little maid in this land and country that'll tell people where they can get a cure for their sin sickness. I want to be a light to my people. I want my people to see Jesus in me. I hope that's your heart's desire here tonight. Buddy, I'll tell you what, God has been giving us the spirit and the conviction. And uh, it's up to you whether you get revived in this thing or not. Uh, if you do what the Lord wants you to do, uh, uh, buddy, God will give you that. And uh, But I thought about something, and, uh, and I didn't know if I'd talk about this or not. Uh, uh, and I want to say this while I'm thinking about it. Uh, I know these people watching on the live stream. I want you to know if the Lord speaks to you, you can be saved. I want you to know you don't have to be here physically. If God speaks to your heart and you'll bow before Him, I know He'll save you. I felt like saying that, buddy, but I want my friends and my neighbors to see a difference in my life. And you know what some of that is? Billy Ray, when they look at my house, on Sunday morning. Uh, I want them to see my vehicle gone. Uh, I want them to know I went to the house of the Lord. Uh, I want them to know I got something down on the inside that may 
makes me want to go to the house of the Lord. I wonder about people sometimes. They don't even want to come to the Lord's house anymore. Everything in the world's on your mind except coming to the Lord's house. You'll let anything come between you and coming to the Lord's house. I didn't know I'd say all this, Terry. I, I, I'm just going to follow the Lord, though. Uh, uh, you know what the Bible says? It says, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. You need to be in the house of the Lord if you're saved. When your neighbors see your house on Sunday morning, it ought to be empty. You ought to be at God's house. You've got a wonderful church. Lima's a wonderful church. I hold it so high. But I'll tell you what, if you want it to keep being wonderful, you need to show up and you need to serve the Lord. And if you'll do that, it'll lift up your pastor and preaching will be easy for him. I want you to know, and I I appreciate all my preaching brothers, uh, uh, but they'll tell you preaching ain't always easy, is it? Uh, uh, But it helps when people's praying for you. Uh, uh, You want to support him and be praying for him. So that the gospel can have free course and go out and touch our lost people's heart. I tell you what, I, I got a feller I think the world of lives uh, around me and he's my neighbor, but you know what? I, I'm, he may watch me and think I'm a total failure, but I'll tell you one thing, Linda Brock, he knows on Sunday morning he's going to see me heading to the Lord's house. If I don't do nothing else, Mike Nichols, I'm going to the house of the Lord. Uh, uh, that's where I can feel God's Spirit and worship Him. Now you may say quit meddling, so I'll quit meddling. I, the Lord told me to tell you that. You've got a wonderful church here. You need to show up. Don't be lazy and lay at the house. You need to come to God's house and serve the Lord. Where do you think your people's going to hear about him? They ain't going to hear about him at the baseball field. They ain't going to hear about him at the football stadium. They're going to hear about him in the house of the Lord. I'm glad there's still a little maid in this country. I'm glad she's still telling people how they can get cured from their illness. And I need to go just a little further, so I hope you're not too mad to keep praying for me. Uh, uh, i got to go just a little further with this. Uh, As good a man as what Naaman was, uh, uh, he had a problem. Uh, I want you to know if you're lost without God, uh, you've got a problem. Uh, And I thought about this, uh, and I I believe I heard Terry mention this one time. I'd say a lot of people may not have known about Naaman's problem. I bet when he got in his armor, and I believe I heard you preach about this one time. I believe when he got dressed up in his armor and his attire, a lot of people probably didn't know nothing about his problem. You may be here tonight and you may think you're hiding your problem, but you've still got that problem. And the Lord knows about it. And you know about it. And I want to tell you, in the words of that little maid, there's a prophet in Israel. I believe she was talking. That's a type of the shadow of Jesus. Uh, he's the prophet in Israel. Uh, he can cure you of your problem. If you'll just come. And I thought about what Elijah done. He, 
He just sent a messenger out, didn't he? That's the way the Lord does it, ain't it? He just sends a messenger out. The man come out and told him what to do if he wanted to be cured of his problem. That's all I am tonight. I'm just telling you what you can do if you want to get cured of your illness. If you want to be saved tonight, do what God's been bidding you to do. You can come and you can have salvation. Didn't happen the way Naaman thought it would happen, did it? You know, I've heard people say that to me before. They say, well, I kind of thought this would happen or that would happen. I want you to know the Lord speaks in a small, still voice. And he just knocks at you hard and he bids you to come. And that's how he works. That's how he's always worked. That's how he always will work. And so Naaman had all these preconceived notions about what would happen and what that man would do. And he had them built up in his head so much that the Bible said he got mad when he just gave him simple instructions. He said, just go and dip in the river and you'll be clean, you'll be cured. Naaman had all these other ideas about it, didn't he? And he went away mad. But thank God there was somebody that had a little sense around Naaman. And they said, Naaman, if he'd have told you to do some great thing, you'd have surely done it. Why not just do what the prophet said? I ask you tonight, why not just do what God says? You've carried this around long enough. Get your song ready. I'm going to come to a close. You've carried this around long enough. You've dealt with this long enough. If you just do what the prophet said, if you just do what the Lord's wanting you to do, you can be saved. You can leave out of here and that burden will be gone. You say, well, how do you know? How do you know? Because I've been there. I've had that burden. And you know what? When the Lord saved me, I ain't never had it again. It's gone, Delmer Smith. I've got joy, unspeakable joy down on the inside. Makes me want to live my life for the Lord. So I don't know what God's wanting you to do tonight, but I know some people need to do something. I do. I'm burdened for that. Get you a song if you would. Terry, if you would, come and help us. Buddy, I believe God's dealing with some people tonight. You may be here and you just may not be where you need to be. You want to get in this revival and help your people get where the Lord can use you. You get where the Lord can use you. Buddy, you'll be a help to your people. And if you're here and lost, and I know I know these people here that's lost, God's give me a burden for them. You may be like Naaman. All you need to do is what the Lord says do. Somebody That's good preaching. Follow the Lord tonight. Come on. Go ahead, buddy. Help him, Lord. How, how is what you're doing working out for you? How does it feel? Is it working for you? I don't believe it is. Why don't you try it the Lord's way? What have you got to lose trying it the Lord's way? Come on. 
Well, I appreciate the gospel. I appreciate God's power and God's conviction tonight. I appreciate him using his servant, his servant being willing. And I appreciate the church praying that the gospel has power to go out. See, uh, we preachers, we realize we don't do this by ourselves. It takes the Lord, but it also takes the church. We're all in this together. If you're here tonight and you're not where you need to be with the Lord, I beg of you to come and get in. If you've got loved ones, and I'm sure you do, if you're here and you're saved and you're not where you need to be with God, I'm sure you've got loved ones that need to get in. It's in bad shape. You can help them if you get where you need to with the Lord. I'm sure you got lost people. You want to see get saved just like that little Hebrew maiden was. Boy, I like, I like her. I like the way she moved. When she spoke, they listened. I want you to know when you've got power with God, when you speak, He'll bless people to listen. You get somebody's attention, you can give them good advice. If you're here and you're not where you need to be with the Lord, would you come and get in? I'll tell you a bad thing uh, to get in, in habit of. I've been in this spot before. Well, I'm not doing too bad. I, I'm really not doing too bad. I'm, I'm not like some of those folks. Uh, at least I don't do too bad. I, I do fairly well. God didn't tell you to do fairly well and pretty good. He wants you whole, entire, heart, soul, mind, and strength. He wants you to give it everything you've got. Are you there tonight as a Christian? Boy, that preaching was powerful. I didn't tell him to preach that. God did. Obey the Lord. If you're here not quite where you need to be with God, we ought not be afraid of the altar. We ought not be ashamed to come and pray if we need to. And if you're lost, by all means, you need to come to Jesus when the Lord's calling. Boy, I appreciate the message. I love that scripture and love how powerful God blessed the Brother Mike to preach it, made it real plain. and uh, You know, we get, like he preached, we get things in our mind sometimes. Uh, when I was a lost boy, I'd try to figure out how's it, how's it going to be. And I'd even ask people, I'd ask mom or dad, I'd say, well, if God ever calls me, how would it feel? And that's, of course, before he called me. But then after he called me, I'd ask myself, if I was to feel like the Lord called me and I was to go and get saved, how would it feel? And the only answer I could give me, honey, we can't explain that to you. We can't tell you. But you'll know it when it happens. And you'll know it for yourself. We, we can't explain it to you. But God takes care of all that. God will let you feel what you need to feel. He'll let you be what you need to be. And so I want one more verse at least. Let's take inventory of where we're at here tonight. And if we're not where we need to be, Let's try to do something with the Lord about it. Let's obey the Lord. While let's sing, somebody needs to come. I have no doubt somebody needs to come. <laughs> obey the Lord. Please obey the Lord.
you can lose all your guilty stains. Boy, God will clean you up. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he's near. That means you're not always going to be able to. There come a time that's over with. You need to come while he's calling. You gonna say more, preacher? Come on. This keeps coming back to me, and I and I've heard it. I've heard it quoted, I guess, two or three times. And I can remember Vic Jordan saying it. And I'm just gonna say it again to you. You you can take it any way you want it, but I'm gonna tell you how I feel about it. A little sleep and a little slumber. So shall thy poverty come. I'm going to tell you something. You just, you just sit down on the Lord for a little while and you will dry up. Everybody talks about, boy, I wish we could get on the mountain like we used to. You know where that begins at? Right here. You need to look in the mirror. Are you where you need to be? I'll guarantee you if we all get where we need to be, we get on the mountain all the time. I believe that. I do, Donnie. I believe that. If we'd come ready to serve the Lord and get where we need to get, I believe God would pour the blessings out to us. But we're too stubborn and hard-headed anymore. Or sometimes, and you may not like this, and I guess I'm kind of bold tonight, Terry, but I'm just going to preach what the Lord's given me. Sometimes we're just too lazy. We just want to sit down and take it easy. I want you to know an end is coming for our people. They're dying every day. What are we doing to help them? What are you doing? Look in the mirror. It begins with me. Take a little inventory on yourself. I remember hearing hearing Terry say that all my life about taking inventory. Boy, I tell you, we need to take some inventory every now and then. What are we doing? to help our people. And I believe God can save our people in spite of us. Don't, don't make no mistake about that. But boy, do you remember how it felt? I, I, I feel like I'm talking to... You remember how it felt when you was close to the Lord? And buddy, God would bless you. And sometimes when you wasn't at the church house, Delmer Smith, and you was off by yourself somewhere, God would bless you. You could feel His Spirit. You remember what that felt like? Boy, you you need to get back where you can do that. You need to get back in the will of the Lord so you can talk to Him way up in the night when you begin to think about your lost people so you can call upon Him at night and He'll hear you and you can feel His Spirit and you'll know that your prayers have got through. That's enough, buddy. (laughs) Once again, that's good preaching. That's still gospel. It'll stand when the world is on fire. And you say, well, preachers, that's just an old saying. Well, it may be, but the world is going to be on fire. And the Word of God will still be standing true when that happens. So it might just be a saying, but it's a saying that's backed up by the Word of God. And so I just, I'm, I'm just praying and waiting. I, I, I need to do something. I, sometimes I hardly know what to do. And uh, just, uh, I'm telling you, uh, somebody needs to do something. I, I, I need one more song. I, I just, I don't want to delay people or, or drag the service. I don't feel like I'm doing that. Uh, but I want to do everything that God will let me do. 
and church while we pray. And uh, I, I'll tell you what, Brother Mike, I'd like for you to just come over here and stand in the middle. And, and even if somebody is concerned about their soul or the condition of their life while we sing this song, I like, I like to ask you to come up here and just shake hands with Brother Mike. Uh, let him know that uh, you, you appreciate his preaching and uh, you want his prayers and you want the prayers of the church. Uh, just, just say by that. Say, God, help me. And, and please, uh, if you just feel a little bit like doing that, do that. Uh, we won't try to detain you up here or twist your arm or anything, but somebody needs to do something tonight. So, somebody needs to do something. Right now, right here. Obey the Lord. Obey him, folks. It, whatever you need to do tonight, do it. I might not have named it. I know I've given this invitation. I know I've given this invitation. Please obey the Lord. Help the Lord. Help the Lord. Lord let's pray with this sweet young lady. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I appreciate her, but I know with all my heart there are others need to come. Please come. Please come. I believe he's reaching out his hand. Come. Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. good preaching. Thank the Lord for this good, good mood. Sis, say what's on your heart. I just need to move up there in church and read my Bible more and do more for the Lord. Amen. Boy, let me hug you. That's precious and sweet and touches my heart. Yeah. Let's, let's give her some applause. Thank the Lord for you. Something else, preacher? Boy, I appreciate that. That was a precious move. That was so tender-hearted and humble and honest. And, uh, I just, that touches my heart. And uh, I know that you know what I'm going to say already. There's a whole bunch more I think it could have come. And uh, that's the way I feel. So anything else on anybody's heart before we come to a close? All right, let me share a couple things with you. Uh, yeah, follow your heart. No, I don't. No, follow your heart. That's good preaching. Amen. That's right on the line. That's right. You got to tell them what it is. Amen. There's a hell that you're going to if you're lost, and there's a hell if you're saved. Amen. And That's one of these days I'll see you face to face. Amen. Amen. Glad yeah. to be here. Good well, to have you. Good to I have you. I appreciate that preaching. Amen. Yeah. Me too, brother. That's yeah. good preaching. Yeah. Heaven sent. And I appreciate that testimony, what you said. Thank the Lord. Anybody else? Yes, Love you too, brother. Hey, thank you, buddy. Appreciate that. Love the one I go to. 
Amen. That's a good one. That's a good one too. Uh, amen. Yeah, buddy. Thank the Lord. Creed's having a hard time. Yeah, man. That'd have to be hard. Yes, sir. Remember that. Yeah. Remember those folks. Appreciate those requests and that testimony. That's fine. You follow your heart. I appreciate you following the Lord. While the youth group comes and sings, I want to ask you to obey the Lord. You say whatever you want to. Older people would move like some of our little tender-hearted children. Yeah, man. Yeah. Somewhere yeah. along the way, we've got a shame to the altar. Yeah. We don't want to come to it no more. If God wants you to come, you'll help somebody if you come. Amen. Be obedient to what the Lord wants you to do. Oh, that's right. <clears throat> Please take this opportunity and do whatever God's put on your heart to do. You can kind of squash it down and say, oh, not right now, not right here. Maybe later, maybe under this circumstance or that. But whenever God speaks, you know God knows everything. He doesn't make any mistakes. That's right. So when God speaks to you, it's the right time for you to move and the right, right. place for you to move. Just obey the Lord. Pray for him while we sing tonight. In sin I was a living, no thought was I giving of dying or where I would go. Help him, Lord. I was looking at buying, so hard was I trying. To gain all this world had to hold. Listen. No peace and no pleasure could I even measure with all that I had to gain. But I repented and prayed, and God yeah. saved me that day. Yeah. And now I've got something to say. Hey, man. I'm not going to yeah. I've met the Savior of the story Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Now my life's worth living since I've been forgiven. Christ made a real change in me. Yeah. And I'm no longer crying when I think yeah. dying. Cause heaven is waiting for me. Now Satan's still trying. And he's always trying to lead you down the wrong way. That's it. Just call on Christ's name and he'll save you today. Back to Satan and say, Come on, I'm not going to hell. <laughs> yeah, I've met the Savior, but a story out there. I'm safe and forgiven, set free. All is well. I'm not going to hell. No, I'm not going to 
good song. Good job. Thought it was kind of silly, but um, somebody needs to hear it. Yep. Um, when I was a kid, my dad always told me, he said, you know, knowing something or not knowing something and doing it is just being ignorant. But he said, when you know better and you've been instructed better and you've seen better and you've experienced better, to do it not is just foolish. Amen. And, uh, you know, I, I thought about that a lot as a kid. How many times I would stand back in that little area and the Lord would tell me to move. And yeah. The church wasn't being a fool. The preacher wasn't being a fool. But I didn't even know it, but the devil was making me a fool. Come on. And everybody else knew it in the church house. <laughs> and everybody else was aware. And when I got home and I looked in the mirror... I realized I was the fool. I was the one that made a mistake. Come on. Don't miss out on your opportunity to find righteousness and get out of the foolish ways you're living in. Right. God's been good. Yeah. And man. I appreciate what Mikey preached on. You know, Mikey, yeah. I've been here for twenty nine years and there's that little girl said more than a lot of members I've ever heard. That's sad to say. I thought, Lord, that's sad. Help him, Lord. But we can change that. Yeah, man. Praise God. Amen. You want to say anything else, preacher? Yeah. Uh, boy, things just lining up line on line and precept on precept. Appreciate it. Appreciate the singing and the words and everything, the moves. Anybody else got something? Well, I thank God for this meeting, this revival. I, I thank God for tonight, but I thank God for every night. And uh, let's just really keep praying and, and pressing on. And I mentioned the other night, don't be worrying, well-doing. Uh, boy, as good as God's moving, powerful as he's moving, and great things that God's doing, just lay that to heart and say, praise God, and let's just press on into this thing. Uh, God's promised us, doubtless, uh, if we sow in tears, we'll reap in due season. Uh, that's doubtless. That's that's what the psalm says, doubtless. And so I appreciate uh, being here tonight. A uh, couple of things. Anybody else got anything? A couple of things I want to share with you. Most people know this already, but uh, Brad Smith's funeral uh, tomorrow at 2 o'clock at Child's out uh, on Shawnee Road. And there will be a couple hours of uh, visitation and viewing before the funeral at 2 o'clock. Now, Sister Beverly Collins I take note of that name, Sister Beverly Collins. That's one of the sisters that we baptized Sunday. That's the older one of the two, the mother. And she passed on last night. Her funeral is going to be Friday at 2 o'clock at Child's on Bell Fountain. Same company, but different location. Beverly Collins' service is going to be 2 o'clock Friday on Bell Fountain at uh, uh, the Child's uh, funeral home over there. And be like two hours viewing ahead of time, uh, 12 to 2, and then the funeral's at 2 o'clock. So really pray for that service. Uh, I expect a lot of uh, her prayer requests will be at that funeral. And so uh, I'm supposed to preach that funeral, Lord willing, and uh, I want you to really pray. I'd like for God to just use me and let me preach the gospel to some folks. And uh, let's keep praying for this revival. 
pray and press right on into it. We've got a great crowd, but invite people. Uh, if you can, uh, come back tomorrow night. And uh, if you're here tonight and you didn't do what God wants you to, try to pray about it and try to get your heart set in a, a place where that you be willing to obey the Lord and ask God to help you. Now, anything else? If not, we're just going to say you're liberty to go.